I'm not a betting man, but I can assure you that if the experience of your new hires is not a great one on the first day and the first weeks of their work, those employees will not last long. And if they do, they will likely not stay very engaged. Hi, this is Maurice, and welcome to Winning in the Workplace. Hey guys, this is Nathan. Hello, Nathan. Hey, I'm Kelsey. Hey, Kelsey. Hey, Nathan. It's Leah. And who else do we have on the other side of the room? Maurice Velasquez. Good to have everybody here. So it is a few days after July 4th, but uh, I don't know. I kind of still had work on July 4th that morning, so this is like my vacation now, actually. What did you do for July 4th? Well, on July 4th, I worked that morning, and I actually, I got some, I was poolside for for a little bit. I was able to get some beers, hang out with the family. I mean, like, any fireworks or no, any... that's actually illegal. You can't, apparently, illegal. you can't. And, and, and even if you do it, you don't admit it on a radio show. Exactly. But not outside city limits, right? <laughs> well, I firmly, right. I'm not having fun if I'm not in the city limits, so it's oh. di- it's difficult for me. Yeah, and of course, because, because July 4th ended up in the middle of the week, a lot of people were taking uh, their July 4th fourth weekend this weekend right today so if you're have if you're celebrating i hope you guys are having a great time and thank you for listening to our show happy july 7th and have fun on july 4th really yes that's right leah what did you do on did you do anything interesting on july Uh, 4th we grilled we had a great fourth of july it was an awesome day didn't do any illegal fireworks either Let's talk about first days. First day on the job, some of the experiences that come with first days on the job. And they're usually they're usually great, right? I mean, Kelsey, we're the youngest ones. Have we and we we're young, energetic young faces where we're probably greeted by hordes of smiling, friendly people when we start new jobs, right? You know what? Unfortunately, that has not been the case for me. Unfortunately, I've had the same experience and I'm only 22. So yes. yeah, we've heard of some pretty bad work experiences. And so, so wait, do we have to disclose our age here? Oh, no, I don't I think, think <laughs> I'm not. I don't think that's a requirement for being on the show, Maurice. Right, but, but at least we can all say, young or old, if you've had a first day on the job, it's mostly not been a great experience. Right. Right. I, I would I, agree. I would definitely agree. Yeah, it's definitely deflating. Very deflating. Whenever you have a new employee come in and they leave the first day wondering what they've done and ready to fill out applications to go work somewhere else. And it's not even like just one bad day. It's usually a bad day and you come in the next day and your bad day is probably filled with not knowing what you're supposed to do. So that carries on into the first week or the right. second week. Oh, and yeah. You feel alienated from everyone in the office or wherever you're working if it's not an office environment. Like it feels like it's not just a one bad day. It feels like it sets you up for a bad month. Right. And you don't know what are you what are you supposed to be doing that's what we always hear people like what's my second third what's report am i supposed to be handing in and no expectations whatsoever yeah unfortunately i agree you're just kind of thrown to the wolves and not given any direction yeah let's pack it up a little bit most every most of everybody's experience is you walk in and the receptionist has no idea you were supposed to even be there that hasn't yeah. happened to me but i've heard that happen to people i almost can't believe that that really happens. That is that's pretty. Uh, I, would, that's I would say we. I would say that most of our experience, we've been in consulting and training for over 15, 20 years. That that is the vast majority of the feedback we get from HR directors and companies, and that 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 it's a very dry, non-personal experience. It's very difficult to get that. 
Uh-oh. We're going to need to talk about this here. This means it's headline. We're talking. We're going to have to go through our headlines. Headline already. news. All right. Oh, okay. Who's starting this, Leah? Let's throw the ball. Actually, no, Maurice. Let's throw the ball to all you. Right. Why don't you start? Headline us news. Toys R Us is preparing to close its last U.S. stores this quarter. Supermarket chain Kroger is exploring driverless grocery delivery. Deutsche Bank is the only major bank to fail the Federal Reserve stress test. That's no good. Amazon is adding 100 electric Mercedes-Benz vans to its fleet of delivery vehicles. Adidas has announced this week that an unauthorized party gained access to all customer service data, increasing uh, impacting millions of clients. Uh Uh-oh. That is scary. California has signed a new data law that provides consumers with unprecedented privacy protections. All right, let's see. I think this might be our last one. This has gone by faster than I thought it would. Facebook warns 800,000 users that it accidentally unblocked people they had already blocked. Do we have any more? Are we? Are you serious? That's why Kelsey showed up on my newsfeed again. Oh, she got unblocked. Come on, Maurice. Come on. <laughs> you guys, seriously, we're talking about like first days. How long was it until Kelsey working here that you uh, that you fired her? I uh, not fired her, but blocked her on Wait, Facebook. What? <laughs> Uh, yeah, so so the first the first day, uh, it, w- the way it, it usually feels, it's a very distant experience because the receptionist doesn't know that you're there, and then she and then the receptionist starts looking for people. Hey, uh, jo- uh, uh, Joni, uh, someone's here in the front. You know, and, and it becomes very difficult to get very excited about. Uh, all of a sudden, I'm I'm at this new job. I was told a wonderful culture. I was told about it. Maybe when I came in shadowed, it was something different. But now it's just totally different. Yes, I I agree. So I think one of the things that has been my experience is I come in and I'm shown where I'm supposed to sit, but the desk isn't ready for me. Maybe it right. has the stuff of the previous person who worked there or worked in that position. Um, my computer isn't set up. I have to call the IT person and figure out the IT person's phone which number. Which I love IT <laughs> people, but sometimes they can be tough to work with, especially if you have not built a rapport with them, which you can't really on your first Well, day. put yourself in the shoes of IT. Normally, they're getting the first call, too, from you who are saying, hi, I'm a new employee. Why is my computer not working? And they were probably not told either. Yeah, that's right. We found that the, the receptionists and IT, who are the two people who should know the most, the people, new people are coming in. Have no idea. Have absolutely no idea. I actually started one time at a production company that I will not name. My job there was editing. When I first got there, I didn't have a computer for three days, which you can't really edit without a computer. That was uh, that, that was scary. That doesn't make any sense. It doesn't make any sense, but it kind of, I guess, I guess, did make sense. Now looking back, just because it wasn't organized. Yes. And and that's what you wonder whenever you start at a first day job. You're sitting in the reception waiting for someone to show you around. And when you get there, there's no computer, there's no phone, and they tell you to start working. And it's it's embarrassing. You sit there doing nothing for your first day. So so what happens to the person that is wait uh, the new employee? What do you think their enthusiasm, their engagement, their excitement about it? Well, first of all, let's say they started on Monday, right? Right. The whole weekend, they've been telling their family what? Hey, I'm pretty excited about it. And now all of a sudden, not even 15 minutes, 8.15, where do you think their shock level is at? Oh, so low. It's going way down. Definitely very low. And I I know we found when they shadow, 
they feel like they've been sold a bill of goods almost. There's, you know, you shadowed. This was a great, awesome place to work. And now and uh, no th- one knows your name. Just a tidbit. We don't need to spend long on it. Is it bad to start someone on a Monday? Like, couldn't you start them on a Friday? Uh, it's a lot of companies. We certainly encourage companies to hire people on Fridays with one exception. And that is if on Mondays you have a huge, large, you're either your weekly or your monthly team meeting or quarterly meeting where you can introduce them. But even that, I would say bring them on the Monday before to introduce them to everybody. But the Friday, make the Friday their first day because it's a relaxed day. It's a much more casual day. And things go a whole lot better than having to deal with a rat race that normally happens on Monday. So let me ask Nathan and Kelsey, when y'all started your jobs, did y'all ever go to orientation? Like when I used to work, that was the big thing. Oh, you get orientation in three weeks. And that's when we go. To, did y'all ever do an orientation? I, I had an interview. In the interview, they kind of explained how we're, things we're, would be. We're not talking about high school or, or you know college. We're talking about <laughs> work, okay? No, no. Mine was really just. Because seriously, I asked that to a young person at a workshop. And they said, well, yeah, back back in college we got already I said no we're talking about the workplace no it, I didn't really have much like that about three months in there was an orientation where I did kind of realize they pulled out the job description and I was kind of like whoa they uh there's more to this than I kind of thought there was yeah so I don't think I ever really had the orientation experience I've mostly worked for companies that are on the smaller end and oftentimes they didn't even have a job description for me yeah, that I, I got a job description, which I don't know. They didn't go through it very well. Like I had to read it on my own at my house. That it was confusing and really, I mean, it was it was pretty frustrating. People complain about not being able to find good employees, but that's not actually the case. Oftentimes, we find good people, but we onboard them incorrectly. And we set too many obstacles for them to want to perform. Good point. Good we point. We need to come back to that for sure. Good point, Kelsey. Uh, I would say um, successful onboarding uh, starts with the interview process. I'm, I'm really big on that. How that goes all the way through. It's not just one day. It's the first three to six months for that employee. The first day is a big part of that process. Most companies have the onboarding process of just a few days. And then the new hire is left out to figure things out on their own. Mm, good point. Good yeah. point. All right, my turn. Um, all right, let's see. The statistics show that even when we onboard people that we've hired to uh, that are a good fit, that we onboard them well for the first six months, new hires don't start contributing into the business until after six months. And that's because they have to learn so much through that time frame. And that's why we have to make sure that the first six months are intentional, on purpose, mentoring everybody well and that it's long lasting and if we take a haphazard approach to the first six months they're just not going to perform really well it really takes six months it takes six months the book where we get that information from is called the first 90 days it's an interesting concept the author does a spectacular job saying that the first 90 days is of course crucial but every time if you're already on a job and let's say a colleague quits you start your first day all over again well, yeah, and Why? Actually, because everybody's expectations change. So you always have to be recreating yourself 90 days on an ongoing basis. Yeah, I can see that. Yeah. What I was thinking, what my kind of thought was kind of tying into that, which is usually that the first day is just one part of a long, long process. And that if you have some type of game plan, some type of way, and I actually was somewhere where they did this, where every two weeks they would come back and ask, how are you feeling? 
and then they would ask, I would ask them how are they feeling. They're good. And uh, no, I mean every it, two weeks they they, they really. I mean they kind of stopped after a while, but that and it wasn't is wasn't as consistent as I'd like it to be. But they did it like once or twice. So my thought would be like if you can do that for a while, and you can probably even do that to what you said the ninety day mark. That's probably that's, a good. That's really uh, that would good. be awesome. That's, I would think so. You don't usually find that. No I mean, I like you, my you, attitude you, usually inspires that type of work in others. So you guys, <laughs> I. <yes. laughs> <laughs> I think we painted the picture that this is a challenge everywhere. Small companies, large companies, and and I think we will all agree also that if we if they, if we can improve it, we will certainly improve the chances for new hires to succeed more because they'll feel like everything was ready for them. Things were prepared, prepared, they got prepped, they weren't left on on their own, and they have a saving chance of being very productive. Well, what do we, I mean, what done right what is it supposed to look like? All right. Well, the way uh, th- there's a lot of different elements to how it's done right. Uh, it, you can break it up into different di- different things. But think about, the, first of all, the arrival. There needs to be a red carpet approach. And what I mean by red carpet, I really mean a red carpet. Uh, there has to be people at the front lobby waiting for them to arrive. Like you asked me earlier um, should you hire them? Should their first start be on the on a Monday or Friday? We prefer and encourage everybody to make it on a Friday where it's more relaxed. Yeah. Uh, Wait. So you mean a literal red carpet? Yes, there is a literal red carpet. So I need that to we go. Around. Well, I mean, if, I know y'all do that, but like, is everyone supposed to do that? Oh, we we uh, we basically get our clients to buy an eighty-five dollar red carpet. Do you find that, <laughs> that they works? pull it out of the closet and it works? And every time they they have a new employee, do y'all find that that works even with people that might be introverted? Like I could, I mean, me, I mean, I'm usually pretty loud, like to laugh, like to tell stories. What if someone? Do y'all find that that works with most personalities? Absolutely, absolutely. We've seen they'll they're not gonna woohoo and you know start crying right there on the spot, which we've had some people do. But like yes. cry, like really yes. cry. We've had people oh, cry. Wow. Pure appreciation. What you want to be careful of, it, 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 where the introvert extrovert thing comes in, is the amount of woohoo and excitement in the lobby. If it's an introvert, oh. don't have a huge enthusiasm. Like maybe thing. just a secretary meet them. No, 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 no. You got to have the you, our basic rules. You got to have the supervisors, a couple of peers, about four or five people. Yeah. Okay. But if it's an extrovert, have fifteen people and make a big deal about it. Okay. <laughs> Balloons and noise and everything. Well, and definitely, even with the introvert, a good point that Maurice made is you want to have some of the team members that they've shadowed with, and that helps them definitely feel more comfortable when they recognize them there. When are they supposed to shadow with during them? The, during the interview process. The, uh, okay. One of the elements is the, the third or fourth interview should be with the staff members that they're going to actually live with, come and shadow them for about two hours and watch to see how things work. And that team is the one that has the last veto and the last approval of hiring them or not. Oh, wow. It's powerful when you do oh. that. But, but, but that's totally different show that's yeah. part of the interview recruiting and hiring because well, usually whenever but, i start somewhere it feels like going on to the schoolyard like you don't know anyone no. you feel nervous like maybe you'll talk to someone when you get coffee in the morning hopefully and maybe at lunch no actually this is really cool because you tell the person hired that that their peers were the ones that hired them and their peers oh, nice. are the ones greeting them in the lobby and welcoming them and bringing them on and showing them around. And they're the ones that introduce them to everybody. So it's not the supervisor walking around, hey, Harry, remember I told you about Lori? Here, here, here's right. Lori. No, it's the actual employees welcoming a new team member. Yeah, I, I could see that that makes you feel like you really have a place in the team. Like they really care that you're there and they're excited about you being there. 
Right. You know? That it, it definitely it it already starts that camaraderie that that they need to feel that first day. All right, and so by around lunchtime, well, first of all, we haven't talked about what happens in the first four hours. In the first four hours, there's some type of training, introduction, orientation, uh, showing them uh, showing them the, the 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 rules of the road, you yeah. know. Uh, and then at lunchtime, the the group takes them out to lunch, uh, and it's a it's a small group department lunch where they didn't wait two weeks to see if they survived right <laughs> they actually made it they showed up and we're going to take you out to lunch and then here's the big one ready all right at one o'clock they get to take the rest of the day off and the rest of the day off is paid wait what no way absolutely i have never experienced absolutely that. and oh, you tell them nice. that during lunch and they're like wait what 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 are you talking about yeah but first we got to go back to the office we got a little gift for you we can't tell you what it is and then you have the, the gift the basket. The basket. Oh, okay. The basket. And the basket is in is found in one or two places. All right. You either have it at the lobby back, back yeah. or you have it already delivered to their house. Especially if their their significant other is a stay at home mom or dad. Okay. And on the note in the basket, there is a note that says, you know, open up. And sure enough, they get they get they get greeted with a phenomenal basket. And what's on the card? We'll tell you what, what should be said and written in the card. But this basket is an incredible way to welcome them. Right. So the basket. Well, let's back up just a little bit more. In their interview process, you need to have in your pamphlet handout for them uh, a a little questionnaire facts about you and you find out a little bit about the person say they like dogs say they like star wars something they like and just make sure the basket has something kind of identifying that with them and Ah, they love that so it feels personalized yeah we had one person say i'm a i'm a a kit kat lover and i mean every single cent of food that we would normally spend we put bags and bags of kit kat you know that's awesome and they loved it of course you know then we got them a you know, a, a, a different to, to the right. health club. You know? Right, <laughs> right, right, right. <laughs> okay, but so so I have a thing about the basket. Sure. Just make sure you put your name on it if you drop it off at their house. Like, make sure you put your company name on it because we I have, had that experience. We have had some of the funniest, <laughs> worst experiences. So now we, 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 we have moved almost entirely at telling companies and clients have the basket in the lobby. Yes. And just like they got greeted with a group, you get back to the lobby, you give them the basket, and then you send them off, okay, with the basket, thanking them. They can take the rest of the day off. It's paid for, and then you say, them, have a great weekend. Come back Monday. That's wow. I just, you just cannot emphasize just how wow that and is. And it's not, I mean, it's, I don't know if this is just, uh, I know some CEOs might feel like this is like a waste of money, maybe not necessary, not, you know, meeting the deadline as much, but it's more about like getting them feeling like they're part of the team and getting that because usually if you don't i found it takes like maybe three months to get them to feel that whereas this usually gets them to feel that after maybe a week the first day on the job is actually literally the first day on the job okay but the onboarding process starts uh weeks and months before the first person arrives and that includes the hiring and and interviewing process and the onboarding process really doesn't end until the first 90 days of the person's uh, experience with the company and that's when they've been fully onboarded that's the term onboarded uh and in in, uh, in the first week certain things have to happen during the first 90 days but 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 just in context the first day is just the one time experience of arriving and then the then really the the journey starts and that's when you get all the baskets and all of the red carpets right that's that's your first impression that's your first impression that first half day 
Correct. Okay. All right. Well, so then what what are you looking for? What should people establish with the person they might onboard in the interview process? The, the single most important aspect about it uh, is that there has to be what we call a one-page progress guide or a one-page progress uh, report, which literally is one page. And uh, we normally do it in the landscape. On the left-hand side is a list of the responsibilities, tasks that the, this person, this new hire has to perform. Mm-hmm. And those tasks are tied and they match the person's job description. So, of course, it's good to have the job description attached to this one-pager. And that lets the person know that that's what they're going to be trained on. That's how they're going to be measured. That's how they're going to be tracked. And every week, every Friday, they're going to sit down with their team leader or their supervisor, and they're going to gauge them and give them a score. You know, this is how you're doing. And we pretty much start everybody at, at one, which is poor or red. Hey, don't, don't it, you, you know, it's okay. You may not know how to do it. Or even if you do know how to do it, we still got to check that you know how to do it. So you're going to start at one. And uh, depending on your training, how you how well you're oriented, uh, how well you're performing, you quickly move up to a two. And actually, if you do it online, you can color code it. The one oh. becomes red, the two becomes yellow, and the three becomes green. So the, the message is get out of red, get into yellow, grow in yellow, get into green. And the goal is that by the time you hit your 90 days, all your job description tasks and responsibilities you've had 90 days to be monitored and measured and it's consistently going from one two to three it's going from red to to yellow to green it's a fantastic and fun and easy way to help team leaders and supervisors onboard their team members to make sure they have the right training the right orientation and most importantly they're communicating how they're doing on a weekly basis until you get to the 90 days So, Maurice, does this happen on the very first day or the very first week, or when do you first start doing this? When do you start doing... Uh, the, you Going mean, through this color you, coding system. Or the, the progress guide. Well, the, the progress guide, you first really actually introduce the guide to them during their interview process. Oh. Because when they say, well, what's my job entail? Bam, you bring that puppy out okay. with your job description. So they know the expectations right yeah. away. Yeah, and, and you tell them, look, when you come on board... You're going to be, it's going to be a great first day. It's going to be fantastic. You tell them about this experience. And look, don't be surprised if you're going to be greeted by everybody, but you got to act surprised. But look, we're going to sit down with you on your first day or second day of orientation. We're going to go over your job description, which you're going through right now. And we're going to match it to this document here. And this is what it looks like. And they're saying, okay, so this is what I do. Yeah. And if if anybody, if anybody, your job, your leadership, your leader, your supervisor adds anything to your job description, you add it to this. And you're always working from a live document that we track and make sure that we you don't all all of a sudden end up with new stuff that you were never told about and are not being tracked. So the introduction of it comes during the interview process. So they know about it before you just lay it on them once they're on board. So if I'm a cynical CEO here and if I'm being cynical in this position, what if I feel like I've got dozens of people on my team and I frankly don't want to I want the interview process to be 20 minutes I don't want to have them in there for 45 minutes explaining this this whole graph that you're talking about what what would you say to them I I would say uh, you're 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 probably not going to find the best talent and and the the best talent is going to recognize that you took a very uh, shortcut Mm. uh, and you'll probably you'll probably land somebody you'll probably find somebody but that person, they may not be the best talent, but they're also human, and they'll realize that they weren't onboarded right, and oh my goodness, what have I gotten myself into? And it's a short-lived investment. 
and so because the hiring and interview process takes so long and it's so hard to find good people, you want to do it right. So it's better, uh, the old cliche is, it's better for you to hire slowly and fire quickly. And the only way to do that is by, by, by having that much of a concerted, committed effort by the CEO and the CFO that, that it pays off. There's a smarter way to hire, pretty much. Right, right. And people realize when they're interviewing with you, if you kind of skip over the job description, what their duties, what their responsibilities are going to be, uh, they're going to realize you're you're not going to be prepared for them. And and that's that's one of the first red fires for them to re- recognize. Well, I would. Well, one thing that I usually have realized at most places that I work is maybe a month in, I'm kind of looking at other people's behavior to see if I'm doing a good job. I would love it if I knew in the first week someone would sit me down with a list of reasons that, you know, I might be improving or it might not be improving. So Right. And I would tell just you just in theory this sounds incredible. Well I, and and in practice it works. The, the I would tell you, however, that the biggest challenge is to persuade and sell the idea to the existing supervisors, managers and team leaders that it is worth sitting down every week, no more than once every two weeks, with your employees for 20 minutes to let them know how they're doing. And right here is when supervisors and managers begin to kick and go, what? I don't have time for that. And you know, our answer is, wait, <laughs> what, are you, what, what are you doing? That is your job. Your job is to let folks know their expectations and how they're doing. So don't let folks come in for six weeks and kind of go, how am I doing? No, you, you, just, don't, you just don't let them get out of the habit of knowing that every week they're going to be they're going to be informed they're going to be updated they're going to be told they're going to be mentored they're going to be coached yeah okay so maurice don't say anything this this question is for leah okay wait what (laughs) so i'm curious okay so we're starting this this process going through the progress report and everything right so if there's an issue like if there's something that they're doing wrong how do you correct it? Do you spend more time with them going through what they need to do right? Right. Good question. What is That's it? a good question, Kelsey. So the best thing about the progress reports is for the supervisors and managers, when you're doing them weekly, you're able to catch what this issue may be. If it's that they don't understand the task, it may be that the manager does need to sit with them for the next week and and schedule some training time with them and maybe another team member can sit down and and help them work out what the issue is what they're not understanding or what they're not doing correctly or maybe there was just a miscommunication they didn't understand that oh I was actually supposed to be doing that I, I, I didn't get that done so that's why it helps being able to do it on a very very consistent weekly basis it, it cle- keeps the air clear very very well so you're saying it keeps the lines of communication open Yes, that's very true. It it does. It keeps it. I mean, someone pretty I, much. I, w- knows, I was told not to yeah. chime in, but I feel like I got to chime in. Can I chime in? Okay, that was what? a great answer. But listen, <laughs> at the bottom of the of the guide, there's a section for training. So if somebody needs training in a particular area, there's somewhere at the bottom where you can say that the training was provided, and then two weeks later you can track on the same form that the training done two weeks ago now oh. shows that it's working. It's like using and, TurboTax when you don't know what in the world that form is, exactly. but there's a button that and, takes and, you right to and, it. And listen, the most powerful thing about it is that supervisor can't then just go to HR and go, such and such employee is not working out. Because now HR can say, okay, but hold on. Did you train them? Can you show me that form? 
what an overwhelming amount of times it's the supervisor and this in the in the the team leaders who are not using that form to coach and mentor people they give up on them easily and then they tattletale on it and those people's jobs and careers are, are ended because it's really the supervisor who doesn't have the patience to walk somebody through a 90-day process so excellent question yeah i was thinking that this would probably help not even weed out bad people that are onboarded but like supervisors that aren't willing to because i mean i actually had a supervisor role when I was like in my teenage years and we had something like this I was I should have been weeded out very quickly I didn't hold to it I would think you probably could weed people out by that right well at, uh, at the same thing you you train your supervisors and your managers on how to use these forms so that they know what to do and how to update their their people we, we would we would rather say you're not trying to weed people out you're trying to smoke it out so you can help everybody so that you oh. don't have to weed anybody out. Okay. But if you use the forms and the techniques we're saying, it weeds out bad behavior. Sorry, it smokes out bad behavior. And most people want to be caught. Okay. They and meaning they want to be identified that they need help rather than weed it out. I heard you guys talk earlier about a card or something like that with the basket. What is that? Right. Yes. So whenever you do the basket for the new employee inside the basket, you want to put a card and you want to put a note in there and it needs to be from your executives. They need to be the ones saying we welcome you uh, and and have signatures on it. So you definitely want to have something from them on the card. Not printed signatures. No, no. And let me read you, for example, what, what, what's a template that we use. Let's say the, the, the new employee hire name is, uh, is, uh, is Barbara and the stay-at-home husband or somebody who's going to get the basket either at home when you deliver it or not. Even if you just drop it off, you write you write the thank you letter to the other significant person. It would say something like, Dear John, we know that you and Barbara had many options to join uh, and to select other companies, and we're truly thankful that y'all chose us. We know that this was a family decision. We appreciate that in your decision to choose us, you entrusted us to provide Barbara with a great company and career growth. We're committed to making that happy. We're happy to have her with us, and we look forward to meeting you. Please accept this small token of a basket as a gift to you and Barbara to enjoy this weekend. Relax, enjoy the movie, go out, uh, enjoy the food or whatever it is you gave us a gift. Give us a gift. Have a great weekend. Return it back to us for Monday. Thank you, John. And then the name of the co- the name of the, uh, the the owners. Oh, I would feel so special if I've I never got gotten that. Anything like that? Oh yeah, guys. I I received a gift like that. Lee and I received it, and it and it totally changed the view about our company because I, I it, this went through so much effort. It's worth well. It's well worth every cent you spend on this. People just become enamored with you. So the card, you think the the basket was enough, man? The card is powerful. That's pretty. That's pretty. Well, how else? What else would you we be looking at in uh, in how we're welcoming people? If you if you wouldn't mind going into a little bit more of that. Yeah. So after you've done the welcome basket, you've got them. Um, their job description, you're giving them their progress reports. You also want to definitely make sure they feel part of the team. Um, if if this is a new person on the team, you want to make sure that they're, if you're having a potluck, make sure that they're kind of helping you head that up so that they get to meet new people. Uh, they get to interact with, with people all in the company, not just on their team. We had a client that were at the same time, just happened to be, they were creating a, 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 a bowling team. And they found out because of the card and the, the, that they actually were bowlers. And they got the person to, uh, to help set up the bowling teams. 
And they felt like, wow, here I am. I've only been here for two weeks, and I'm now part of the team that set up the bowling. And it turned out to be really good because, you know, they had some experience about bowling or organizing. And they made them part. They incorporated them and quickly put them tasks of their daily life, you know, their their, their camaraderie. So look for ways to do that, and that, that builds that team between them. I worked somewhere where they, uh, they we went and played soccer one week. We went to laser tag another week. They kept that going for about a month, but then it stopped, and uh, that was kind of a shame. I kind of felt like we kind of our team distance. It wasn't this company, obviously. It wasn't this company, but somewhere else. We're it, all looking at each other. What happened? We distance. Yeah. <laughs> what, happened, what happened? to the soccer game? <laughs> the it soccer ended team. with a scavenger hunt, and that was pretty cool. And uh, yeah, and then it just completely fell off. Completely yeah, fell and, off. and uh, I know we're running out of time, but. Part of this, either your HR department or somebody has to be in charge of making sure that doesn't happen, Nathan, that it just dies out. Mm. There, needs, there needs to be like a captain of myrrh, you know, a captain of excitement, some employees that are in charge of making sure this, this stuff doesn't fall apart. And help your HR department. Why does it have to be the HR department always thinking about this? Give it to those people that just love to set up this, you know, and make sure it just doesn't, doesn't fall apart. But it's probably, at least where I was at that time, whenever, because each person would like run one week they would decide what the team is going to do it felt really awkward for the first uh few times i mean is that normal if this thing if this if this type of thing feels awkward the first few times like you feel it might be a little cheesy right it it is it's going to feel awkward because one if you're the the new employee then you're not going to know these people it's going to feel awkward to walk up and say hey kelsey i don't know you at all but Let's do a scavenger hunt. I mean, and she may, I don't know what she's going to say, but it, it's awkward. One of the funniest complaints we get is from existing clients, existing employees who never got onboarded this way. And now we train them how to onboard new people. And they usually make comments at the lobby while they're greeting their new employees. Tell them, well, you know, we never got this before. You know, Oh, it, they're it's, jealous. Of course, because now they want to be onboarded. And one company actually went back and on the on the anniversary of every new employee, they would tell them to go out to the parking lot and come right back in. <laughs> it's, That's awesome. it's phenomenal. It's great, great stuff. So you got to have a lot of fun with it because work is so hard. And listen, that progress guy is going to face him. He's going to stare him in the face whether they're performing or not. You know what I'm saying? And oh, it could yeah. actually be disciplined and removed off-boarded because of that one process guide, then you better build this nice onboarding experience so that it catches and it creates the, enth- the enthusiasm and the excitement around it.